Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by... Oh my gosh, what an, I love that we're getting music, that is so cool. Seth is like so tuned in to my actual needs and desires, I am so loving it. I have to tell you about tonight's show, everyone. Um, You know, many of you who listen to my daytime show and some of the other shows I do, you've heard me share a little bit about my own healing journey. So let me just tell you something very, very quickly before we, you know, jump right in here. You know, when somebody said to me that, well, it was like four or five years ago maybe, somebody said to me, you know, you might want to go to see a naturopathic doctor or naturopathic doctor, however you say that. I thought to myself, okay, let me think for a minute. I have never, what is that? I'm from the East Coast. I'm not sure that I understand what that is. So when I I turned pretty pretty immediately, and I says, okay, is that like a a sort of specialist? And my friend says, yeah, that is sort of a specialist. It's a specialist who understands the system that we call the body. And I thought, okay, off I went. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and then I, I began a journey. And the journey that I began is going to be best, uh, discussed by my very special guest today, Dr. Cynthia Andrews. I am so honored. I am so absolutely amazed to have her on the show tonight. Uh, and to introduce all of you to her latest book. Because those of us that say yes, to whatever sacred contracts, whatever paths we, we decide we're going to embark on in this lifetime, we can't possibly imagine that journey that we're about to take. So, you know, consider it sort of this idea of the yellow brick road of life, where some days you're running into the scarecrow, other days you're running into the tin man, other days you're running into the lion, and some days you just get the witch. But today, let me just tell you, this is one of the most incredible shows. And the book that I have in front of me, The Path of Energy, is absolutely awesome. few notes on who Dr. Cynthia is, but bottom line is you're going to hear about who she is from uh, just from her personally. You know, teacher, author, naturopathic doctor. 30-year background massage and energy work. I can't even believe now that we can say energy work, and most people will understand what that means. She is joining us here today, not just to talk about the awakening that's happening on this planet, but her book, Awaken Your Personal Power and Expand Your Consciousness, is a path to 
healing as well. She's also co-authored three previous books, including Acupressure and Reflexology for Dummies. You know, that actually was me uh, a couple years ago. (laughs) The Complete Idiot's Guide to 2012. That's me now. And The Complete Idiot Guide to the Akashic Records. I'm getting actually very familiar with that. But beyond all of that, she embodies what people are calling this amazing integration of body, mind, and spirit. Dr. Andrews, thank you so much for joining me here today. I know that was a long introduction, but there's a lot that I really wanted to share about you. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm delighted to be here, and um, a warm welcome to all of your listeners. So when I was introduced to natural medicine, it was because I had a dire need. And the dire need was that I had come down with what they were calling a mystery disease. I'm just going to call it that. That's when you go to like a whole bunch of doctors and nobody can really figure out what's wrong with you. But you have all of these signs in your body and... um, and, and then one day you might uh, be on air with the angel lady and she may say to you, you know, that might be your thyroid. You may want to find out about it. And then you go on this journey and find out about natural medicine. I wanted to ask you, in the field that you're in, the books that you've written, what you've said yes to in this lifetime, what are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, that's a really excellent question, and I think all of us probably have to overcome the same thing. And 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 really, the reason I wrote the book um, is to help people step forward and be their authentic self in in the face of the kind of skepticism, the kind of resistance that we have from um, people around us. It is very difficult to come out with a truth that is different from the norm, especially within your own um, circle of friends and family and people who have known you forever and to be who you really are. Um, and that really was the biggest thing for me is to, be, is to be able to stand up and say, this is who I am, this is what I know, this is what I believe, and put it out there, especially in the professional realm. It is really, I, I'm so, I'm so glad you, you brought that up because, you know, that is a challenge, especially when our friends kind of look at us and, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of look at you sideways, so to speak. At least they, they, they are doing that with me and have done that early on. They do it less now. Um, mm-hmm. but they kind of wonder, oh my God, I thought you were going to be so successful. I mean, you know, what are you doing, doing these radio shows on transformation and spirituality? And mm-hmm. yet, you must have known at the very core of who you were that your path was so beautifully natural. I did, and I did have, you know, what I can say is that my parents are remarkable people. Um, well, my father has passed over now, but they held um, this whole idea of natural medicine. My father was a medical doctor, and he believed in natural medicine from the very beginning, and although he was an interventional radiologist, he, he brought um, my type of medicine into the hospital that he worked on. He, when he developed cancer, he did it. He took a natural course of treatment as opposed to the standard course of treatment. And um, you know, I had parents who really saw what it was that that I believe is the future of medicine, the future of of you know how we interact with nature and all kinds of things. So from that perspective, I was well supported and well inspired very early in my life. 
And, you know, this is really so fortunate. I mean, I, I, I was gifted as well with parents, my stepmom especially, that taught me the power of perseverance. And mm-hmm. I, I really realize, and you must as well, you know, sitting here having this conversation today, we've had to really push through some barriers, whether they were made by ourselves mm-hmm. or, or through others. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're taking on a conversation in, in, in this book in particular, the conversation of energy. And mm-hmm. how are you feeling that, how are you feeling that that mm-hmm. conversation with the public is going right now? You know, you're, you are asking really kind of very interesting questions. It is very hard for me as a naturopath to come out with this book and to have, especially have it say doctor on the front of it because basically, yep. um, people then coming back to me, you know, looking for me as a medical person are kind of wondering how woo woo am I really? It's a very difficult line to walk and what I hope is that because I am very, scientifically grounded and I am very you know grounded in the medicine that I practice that I can really hold for people both sides of this reality and really show them that underneath the physical even even you know the basics of quantum physics is based on the idea that there is a fifth force that there is a subtle energy field that underlies electromagnetism and explains the class of phenomenon that are explained by our current physics and that that by holding that we can understand that both things exist, that there is a template to reality that's energetic, we can interact with that, and we can be responsible on the physical level of reality as well. So I'm hoping that I'm walking in balance and that people see that and that they respond to that. Well, I, I absolutely uh, honor you for doing that, and uh, and yeah, they should have kind of warned you about the kind of questions I ask. I know that. Yeah, I just want to tell you up front now on air. I know they send me a whole bunch of these questions, and I'm probably going to get to some of them. But I actually read your book, uh, and so I am so fascinated, thrilled, and and absolutely for many people, you're validating what experiences folks are having, especially now about energy and mm-hmm. about transforming it. And I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you, you, you talk about energy and you talk about subtle energy. Would you please describe that for our listeners? Because that, that, I think, is kind of a new concept for folks. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, when I say energy, I am meaning subtle energy. And subtle energy, as I was just saying, is, is from the physicist's point of view, Mm-hmm. A, a fifth force and that it is a real um, physical force that is out there that we will at some point develop the technology to measure and when we do it will have the ability to pull a number of the anomalies of science together and explain them at the same time my belief is that our bodies are physically wired to experience all of reality we experience um, all different types of energy through our body we you know light phenomenon those frequencies we receive through our eyes and translate into visual experiences and and we take sound frequencies and translate them into auditory signals and and information and we're receiving information on a whole lot of other frequencies that are always coming into our body so we don't really need technology to explain this other fifth force our body is a a perfect receiver and translator of, of this information and so if we can tune into our body if we can pay attention to how our body is signaling us of this information, that's where that's where I think this real science is going, and very excitingly so. 
um, because everybody has access to it. Nobody is an expert. Each one of us has a body. None of us has an owner's manual, so we're all figuring it out as we go. Um, a lot of what I hope to do in the book is exactly what you said, is validate people's own experiences and just encourage people to begin to make notes of all the ways in which their body is informing them of this energetic reality and create their own library of experiences so that they are their own expert. And then we can share notes and we can validate each other. <laughs> I, and you know what I love about uh, about what you've been able to do? For those of you just tuning in, Dr. Cynthia Andrews joining me here today. The book is The Path of Energy, Awaken Your Personal Power and Expand Your Consciousness. And I, I love the, you know, the what Greg Braden said about the book. And I'm just going to read it to folks out there because I love Greg. You all have heard him on my show. You know, Greg goes on to say, if you've always known that there's more to you than you've learned in Biology 101, but find yourself intimidated by the technical language of science, this is the beautiful book you've been waiting for. Now, I love that quote from Greg because any of us that have ever read anything that Greg has written will get that, you know, he writes uh, uh, quite a bit about the sciences. What I loved mm-hmm. about what you've done, and I, and I, and I would love to, for you to share this, you have really connected for me words of intention, mystical symbols, uh, beautiful visual, uh, if I should say, uh, embodiments of consciousness into a, a book that almost feels like anyone can learn about sacred contracts, oracles, and setting intentions that create the lives we want. And you've done it in such a beautiful way that I could probably give this book to my friend's niece and she would love it. So I wanted to ask you, was that your intention? And am I correct in the way I've kind of summarized it or did I, did I misrepresent you? No, not at all. You got it exactly, and that's very gratifying to me as an author that you did get it, you know, so correctly. For me, what I really wanted to do for people is to, to, um, provide a forum for them to really have the experience of energy so that, I mean, people are having it all the time, but we second guess it, we doubt ourselves, we're not really sure what we're feeling, we're expecting from the things that we read that this is going to be a grand, amazing, you know, knocking yourself over the head experience and the subtlety of it is missed a lot of times and because it is so subtle um, people disregard it and because our bodies each of us um, have a unique system and so people translate it in very different ways and so I really wanted to give people just to validate their own experience and um, the first part of the book is really providing these meditations that have been given to me well I've been inspired by them over the past 30 years and for me what happens is is that our energy bodies the structures that we have the aura the chakras the meridians um, interact in very specific patterns and when we're having an experience like for example maybe your life is in danger um, the way that your energy is patterned in that moment is very specific and it determines your consciousness and your state of awareness in that moment and if you took a snapshot of that and compared it to a snapshot of you having a very spiritual moment in your life 
the energy configuration would be totally different, as would your awareness and your consciousness. So what these meditations do is move your energy into very precise um, patterns so that you can experience awakenings of awareness and consciousness. Um, and it gives people permission to do that in the way that is most natural for them and to translate it in the ways that they do without trying to compare it to anybody else's experience. Um, so that really was the first part of the book, was just simply to validate experience. And then the second part of the book, um, because I because I like to think a lot, um, I put all the kinds of constructs, how we, how we develop ways of organizing information so we can look for patterns. So I talked about what auras are and what chakras are and what subtle energy is and what consciousness is and tried to create a, a, a construct that people could relate to and put information into. Um, and then the third part of the book is really my favorite part of the book is how do you use this to change your everyday life? How does changing your awareness shift your everyday life? What can you do with this to enrich um, everybody's experience on this planet? Because each of us is part of the whole. There is no separation. If I change, my that's a contribution to change for everybody. So how can I make that the richest experience possible? So we have chapters on um, manifesting, on healing, you know, which are two things that we do all the time every day and every minute, but most of the time unconsciously. So when we connect to that consciously, it's a much more powerful experience. Um, Chapters on clearing space, on connecting with the earth, on nature spirits and guides and telepathy. And I just had really a lot of fun explaining how energy can open up the doors for all of those things. And I wanted to ask you this question. I thank you so much for uh, letting people know about, you know, the book and and in picking it up what they can expect. What I want to say is that um, everything that you've just said and much more has been amazing to me in reading the book. I mean, even uh, this idea on energy detoxification. Can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> because sure. I, I did a show, I did a show on detox because it's uh-huh. become so fashionable in our pop culture, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yet we look at it as I got to drink the drink, right? I'm going to take uh-huh. a few drops of this. But rarely do we talk about it the way you talk about it in the book. Energy detoxification. So on the one hand, we're putting all this stuff in our body and trying to clear ourselves out. On the other hand, we're carrying sludge for energy. So can you tell us why this is important? Yeah, you know, it is very interesting. Um, Every thought that we have and every um, unprocessed emotion, you know, emotions have a bad rap a lot of times. We think of bad emotions and good emotions, and and truthfully, every emotion has a function. Um, When emotions become maybe toxic for us is when they're unprocessed, when we haven't taken the information out of them and used the energy that they give us, and instead they just sit there in our field kind of making waves. And, you know, when we have these um, limited, limiting um, beliefs circulating in our auric field, when we have these unprocessed emotions kind of vibrating out there, they attract the same to us. And so we do. We get, our auras get very heavy. They get very sludgy. It's very difficult to move through this weight of or density of thought to create something new, to, to think something new. And at the same time, our energy template, which is our aura, is holding our physical body in form. And, you know, like 
if you think about it, two people can be exposed to the same toxin. One of them right. will, their body will grab hold of it, and the other, their body will process it through. Partly that's genetic, partly that's their diet, partly that is um, the state of health that they're in and their immune system, and partly that is their thoughts and what their energy structures are doing. So really, if you want to do a full physical detox, doing the detox of your energy field at the same time is a very powerful thing. Yeah, and you know, this is really for many people. I want to ask you this question. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I've known in my life when I've really felt bogged down. As a matter of fact, you know, the concept that I created was called crust busting because I, I was sitting on a couch one day and I just sat there with my remote control and this was really not that long ago and I couldn't move. I felt mm-hmm. so heavy. What are some of the indicators that for people listening to the show that would have them tune in so that they can define for themselves this this energy that may be stuck and therefore their lives. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think anytime you find yourself in a repeating pattern, anytime you notice that, you know, this is really familiar, I've been stuck here before, I just can't seem to move, this glass ceiling that's over my head, I just can't seem to break through it and... Um, it, the feedback when you hit it is defeat, and the feedback mm-hmm. when you hit it is, you know, I can't. And all of, as you say, all of your body feels heavy and impossible to move. Then you know that you're up against something energetic, and maybe it's you or maybe it's the thought forms that have attached to you that you've accepted from other people that are your limitations in this life, or, you know, Maybe it's a whole karmic thing that you came in here to clear, but at that moment, whatever it is, tuning into it energetically and shifting the energy of it will help you change that pattern on a physical level and help you get through it on a physical level. So from wherever it comes, shifting it energetically first um, will make the physical part so much easier. You know, part of this is really for people to... Um, take a look at their lives and you talk about this, the path of energy in your book. Um, you talk about this in the book. You talk about empowerment and mm-hmm. you also talk about dynamic relationships. And I want to take a moment for, to explore this with you a bit. One of the statistics, um, that I found and I actually talked it about, about it today on my earlier shows was the fact that the economy now has picked up and so has the divorce rate. And, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I I actually made that prediction like three years ago. Uh But but, but one of the listeners, you know, described it and said it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't economically uh, advantageous for Mm -hmm. uh, me to divorce my husband or my husband to divorce me until Mm -hmm. now. And I thought, okay, how are we in relationship to each other? Because we're, we're not here on our own planet. You see what I'm saying, uh, Dr. Andrews? Yes. And how do we know when to hold them and when to fold them? And this could be about work relationships or otherwise. But right now, I think we're so obsessed with, you know, with romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's always a really good question. And a lot of that has to, has to go down to the, I, I, I'm going to keep repeating this word because there isn't a better word for it, but how authentically seen you are in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Are you fully present as all of who 
you are, are you expressing that creative part within you? Does that have a place in, in your relationship, no matter what, what kind of relationship is, it mm-hmm. is? And if it doesn't, then you got to really question whether whether it's something that you want to stay with or not. If there is no place for that and if your discussions can't create a place for that, um, you know, for me that would be a clear answer. <laughs> um, go ahead. Well, you know, the other thing you talk about, and I want to take this to a to a more global level, is you talk about betrayal and endings. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I went to see a movie this weekend with some friends, and it was the Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts movie that's out mm-hmm. there. I don't even right. remember the name of it. Um, but... I'm not going to give away the movie, but the bottom line to the movie is Tom Hanks' character has worked for this company called Umart uh, for a bunch of years, employee of the month. One day he f- gets called into the back room and finds mm-hmm. himself fired. Mm-hmm. We have gone through in this country since about 1990 a series mm-hmm. of these acceptances and rejections, especially mm-hmm. in work. And yeah. you talk about betrayal and you talk mm-hmm. about endings. And I wanted to ask you, is there a right way to do any of this? You know, I don't think that there is exactly a right way, but by becoming aware of what's going on energetically, there's an easier way. <laughs> you know, so uh, okay, for, thank you. <laughs> for example, you know, what I try and talk about there is that this is a concept not many people who work with energy really really get and and I was first introduced to it through Carlos Castaneda's writings and Carlos Castaneda's writings changed my life as a teenager just totally opened my mind to an understanding of energy in a very deep way but he talked about these um, fibers or filaments of light that came out if he talked about it coming out of the solar plexus and that they have two functions. They explore energetically the world and they also anchor you to the world. And the more anchored you are, the more stuck you are in certain ways of behaving and certain ways of seeing the world and perceptions and awarenesses. And the more free fibers you have, the more free attention you have to explore, but also perhaps not too grounded if they're all, you know, if they're all free fibers. When I began to explore that, I realized that all the chakras have these fibers and that, the, you know, when you look at the Indian paintings and, and the lotus blossoms, that these petals of the flowers in each of the chakras that you see in these paintings are these fibers and there are less of them and they're thicker and more denser in the lower chakras and there's much, much more of them and they're thinner and finer and freer in the upper chakras, which was very fascinating for me to begin to explore. And in relationship with people, we're continually connecting our fibers in with other people and exchange or exchange of energy with them and this is totally natural we do it all the time we're doing it all the time we do it with our cats and our dogs and our trees and and everything and and the people in our lives when those exchanges of energy are equal and fulfilling and we both grow from that exchange it's an incredibly fulfilling thing no matter whether it is a work relationship or a romantic relationship and partly it's because your creative part of yourself has expression in this relationship. When when the energy is all going one way or when it's controlling or when the fibers begin to get tangled and when the boundaries get, get lost, when you the boundary between you and the boundary between them becomes entangled, um, 
that's when difficulties arise. And what happens with betrayal is that you think you have this this um, connection with someone, and then those fibers just get severed rather than naturally sort of retracting and regrouping and reforming. They're just severed and they're cut off, and it is literally like having a bleeding stump um, where there once was mm-hmm. a feeling extension of yourself. And I've worked with many different people having this. It's happened to me myself. I understand it on, you know, on that very energetic level. It is incredibly painful and incredibly hard to heal from. But when you can see it that way, then you can begin to repair it from the energetic side of things. You can um, send light, which is the building block of matter, into these fibers, and you can begin the repair process, and you can work with forgiveness um, of yourself and others and the understanding that we are all one, and pain to one is pain to everybody. So, um, you know, on whatever level that it exists, that, that forgiveness then helps that, that um, clearing of it. But the other thing I really discovered, which is interesting to me as well, is that grief, um, we often, again, think that we should grieve for a certain amount of time. It should be over, and we don't maybe even really know what it's for. But from an energetic place, grief clears out those fibers, all all the things that attach us to that other person. The power of grief just clears that right out. It's an amazing thing to witness it. So um, for whatever it's worth using um, that uh, energy, um, the energy techniques that I actually show people in the book to get through that portrayal can be really powerful. I think they are really powerful, and I was really um, uh, I, I was so drawn to not only what you, you've written. This is a very different book. I want to say this for our listeners. Um, for those of you just tuning in, Dr. Cynthia Andrews joining me here today. The book is The Path of Energy, Awaken Your Personal Power and Expand Your Consciousness. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about consciousness. But before we do, I, I want you to go to uh, Dr. Andrews' website, you can go to andrewshealingarts.com, andrewshealingarts.com. And the book itself, every chapter, for me, this is fascinating. I've, I've read the book once, now I'm going back and actually doing the book, which is very different. And every chapter, every section of the book, you are a, you're, you're taken on this beautiful tapestry of understanding what it is that's happening in the flow pattern, what some of the changes of that might be in energy, and things that each and every one of us can do. Beautiful, beautiful exercise. Exercises, let's just call them healing events, but everything is in this book. When we come back, we're going to talk about how we heal ourselves, body, mind, spirit, and how that healing may or may not help us set intentions and manifest the lives we desire. Stay tuned, everyone. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, my very special guest, Dr. Cynthia Andrews. We'll be right back. What if your best friend could take a peek into the future? 
Psychic, author, and cosmic coach Dougal Fraser is that friend. He's the queer guy with a third eye. From gossip to gurus, meditation to martinis, The Dougal Fraser Show is a call-in advice show that provides insights and information on creating your best life. Every Tuesday at 10, he'll take calls and talk about love, money, sex, pop culture, and give free advice. No topic is off limits. It's The Dougal Fraser Show. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based resveratrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage Resveratrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest resveratrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at Reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, and Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. Isn't it time that you powerfully aligned with your soul's purpose and activated your divine gifts and talents so that you can thrive in the new paradigm? Tune into Soul Purpose Central with internationally acclaimed radio host Jennifer Longmore, North America's Soul Purpose Expert. You've been divinely guided here because something deep within your diamond light longs to be activated so that you can joyously evolve through your ascension journey. After 20,000 soul purpose and healing sessions, Jennifer now joyfully shares with you her profound wisdom and experience in the Akashic Records, multidimensional healing, and all that is relevant to your creation story as a unique spark of divine light love. Join us each Tuesday at 1 Pacific and 4 Eastern Time for Soul Purpose Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com for your connection to the wisdom of the collective Akasha and selected experts who can align you to all things soul purpose. Prepare to be activated, aligned, and accelerated on your ascension path. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com TransformationTalkRadio.com Transforming the world one listener at a time.
back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Um, I, I just want to tell everyone, for more information, if you've missed any part of this conversation, you'll be able to get the archive here in a few days. If you go to the website, uh, the drpatshow.com or drpatlive.com or transformationtalkradio.com. For more information about this book, how to get your own copy, uh, also information about heal, you know, Andrews Healing Arts Clinic, uh, about Cynthia Andrews, please go to the website andrewshealingarts.com. Uh, certainly on the drpatshow.com website, we have links that will get you there. Um, the reason that I, I, I want folks to really check this out, this book, and I read a lot of books, you know, the book that I have, the book written by uh, Dr. Cynthia Andrews, my guest tonight, The Path of Energy, there is so much in this book that will help all of us move to the next level of our lives, transform, transcend, transmutate, whatever that is that's necessary. And, and Cynthia, that's what we're going to talk about now because, you know, energy and how we go from where I was in 1992 to where I am today and where I'm going next and certainly for yourself as well. All of this has to come together in a way so that we do feel empowered. We can be proactive mm-hmm. and we can move this because mm-hmm. clearly right now there is a dire need for people to have hope, to feel empowered, and to move out of the pain that folks are, are, are might be uh, experiencing. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with you completely. I do agree with you completely. Um, and empowerment is a is an interesting thing because you know empowerment isn't about having power over other right. people it, or even even having the power to create a situation um, particularly empowerment is really the ability to see into every situation and to hold your intention regardless of the circumstance you're in in the moment and that is a skill that we are all being forced to learn right now, and maybe that is why things are the way they are right now is to to help us really to do this and to do it well. Um, in the very beginning of my book, I have, I have a quote, and it says, um, The circumstances of your life do not define and cannot constrain the greatness of your soul. And I wrote that after meeting this really remarkable woman who had come into my practice and by her circumstances, you would um, not think of her as a very advanced soul. You would, and certainly think that um, maybe she had a lot of karmic debt for the for the problems and the and the difficulties in her life. And as she was on the table, and I was working with her, um, the the light that radiated out of her, I was in tears. I felt like I was in the presence of the Buddha. I can't even explain mm. to you how spiritually uplifting being near her was and by the circumstances of her life she was she was you know a leper it was just incredible the dichotomy and it made me really realize that um, we are here to work and to hold spirit and where we do that doesn't matter it's the doing of it that matters and um, I think we really have to, to remember that in these times specifically that wherever we are whatever we're doing holding that intention with clarity is the job I love that. I love what you've just said. And by the way, I'm so glad you brought up the quote. I, 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 I absolutely so related to this quote 
um, because when we have these quote circumstances, and let's let's just chat mm-hmm. a little bit about this. You know, they could be defined as a serious illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could be defined as the loss of a home. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, people that you know look on the surface in our society that we classify as, and I'll say this word, losers. People that couldn't yeah. hold it together. They couldn't pay their mortgage. They couldn't, you know, I mean, there's a whole list. Yep. And it is so easy to lose your sense of self in those yeah. kinds of circumstances and to believe those definitions that people are putting on you and, and somehow to believe that you're less than yourself because of it. So important not to, to define yourself by your circumstances, and that's where this whole idea of working with energy can be so empowering because if you identify yourself as that magnificent spiritual entity and hold a vision of wholeness and what I mean by that is understanding that you are more than that moment that moment is a learning experience and you are more than that that became my mantra through the most difficult period of my life you know I am more than this I am more than this and knowing that knowing it on all levels um uh, there's a book called The Game of Life and How to Play It by Frances Scovel Shin. And in it she says that if one person holds another person in that vision of wholeness, that other person cannot fail. And I feel like that is the job for us right now is to hold is. ourselves and each other in that vision of wholeness and to see each other as who we truly are so that none of us fails. Because frankly, if none, of, you know, it's, it's all of us makes it or none of us do. And that is the bottom line. I I love what you're talking about. People have asked me. Uh, I'm being interviewed more, so I get to be on the other side of the table these days. And <laughs> and I'm always fascinated by what people ask me. And you know, folks like to ask me, why do I keep doing this? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why am I in this field? You know, this whole positive, uplifting talk radio. You know, they consider me a pioneer in in that mm-hmm. I've been doing this since 2003, especially on the internet. And and I used to make up an answer, uh, Cynthia. I, u- I used to make up an answer. And now I just tell the truth. And the truth mm-hmm. is I wake up every day and I ask spirit, spirit, yeah. what is mine to do today? Mm-hmm. And if I can't have a voice for people that are going through what you and I just just mm-hmm. talked about, then... I'm not sure why else I'm here. Why did I go through the things I went through? Why did I have a mystery disease that, you know, mm-hmm. I went to bed at night, not sure if I was going to wake up the next day, if not to help other people. Don't you at yep. some level feel that way about yourself? Oh, absolutely I do. Uh, you know, some of the things that I have been through, I mean, the reason I went into massage therapy to begin with was because I had a back problem and couldn't I was in such excruciating pain all the time and there was no way out there were no answers medically and it was through massage and energy work that I found my way out so naturally that's what I then had to offer the world because our greatest challenges become our the greatest gift that we have to give in the overcoming of those challenges we develop our gift and so I can't, I can't, not one of the challenges I've been through in my life can I look on with regret because what I have developed out of them is who I am, you know, and um, that is what I would hope that, that people can maybe hold to as we go through these very challenging transitional times that we're in right now. 
And I want to ask you, um, boy, this hour is going quickly. I want to ask you about one of the chapters in your book. I don't remember the exact chapter now, but I do remember what it was called. It was called Healing, Reconnect, and Repair. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you to share with us um, a little bit about what you what you talk about here. I mean, you mm-hmm. talk about the science of energy healing, and then you talk about mm-hmm. conditions of healing, or conditions mm-hmm. rather for healing. Would mm-hmm. you please talk about that for a little bit? Because people like you, like me, and like our listeners, they really are very, very responsive. All they're mm-hmm. looking for is, tell me, give me a clue. What do I need to do? Yeah. Well, so first to say that in that chapter, there are so there are so many books out on healing that I didn't want to just be repeating what was out there already in the collective field. And so the information that I have put into this book is certainly not all that there is to know about healing. It's, it's what isn't commonly known, perhaps. And um, the three conditions that you're talking about for healing are conditions that were taught to me really by um, a group of people in Germany, the Institute for Resonance Therapy, who were working with healing ecosystems and using energy and symbols for healing ecosystems. And the things, the three things that, that are needed are information, you know, what, the information that the body needs for healing, um, vitality or, you know, enough force to actually do it and flow. So the yeah. connection to everything else in, in the universe. And without those three things, flow, vitality, and information, you don't have enough of what, it's kind of like the building blocks physically would be nutrition and, um, you know, fresh air and fresh water, right? So these are the things on an energetic level. And when you have those, you can, your body has everything that it needs to repair. So what I try to focus on in that chapter is using those things for your energy structures. And if your energy structures are repaired, your physical structure will be in an optimal condition for self-repair. So I talk about healing your fibers when they get torn through betrayal or anything else or damaged through betrayal. I talk about recalling your fibers from situations that they're locked into that aren't bringing you healthy response. Um, I talk about healing uh, holes in your aura, repairing, you know, repairing drains in your energy field. And then also the idea that the template for our physical body is held at the fifth layer of the aura and that if you can create flow between that fifth layer that holds the information for your body and bring it down with energy as a carrier into your body, um, you're, you're really helping your body on an energetic level to find the things that it needs for for healing. You know, one of the things that I've kind of saved to the end and uh, didn't really do this on purpose is the conversation about, you know, physical, emotional, energetic, and spiritual, uh, um, let's just call it integration for now. You know, emotions was almost taboo to talk about 10 years ago. Really? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spirituality has gone through a bit of that, although, you know, uh, I, I mean, uh, uh, come on, you know, spirituality has actually made the list of of, 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 of indicators on Match.com. So, oh, you know, we must, yeah, we must have arrived. Yeah. But you talk about this very, very importantly. Is it even possible to talk about healing or consciousness without a conversation about spirituality? 
No, I don't think that that there is, but I do think it's possible to use energy without necessarily being spiritual in your orientation. I think that energy, just like anything else that you do, can be used or can be misused. So I don't want people to think that um, everybody who's out there using energy is necessarily using it in a consciously constructive and spiritual way. But I do think that once you really connect energetically, when you feel the energy flow that you have with the people around you, with the earth, with the spiritual beings, it changes you, and it changes you at a very deep and profound level. And so it is part of our our spiritual growth, um, ultimately. Ultimately, as we develop our, our energy awareness, we do become more spiritual people, but there's a lot of variation in between. <laughs> um, it. For uh, the folks listening today, one of the things that is weighing heavy, heavily on many, many people's minds is the idea of manifestation. And mm-hmm. the idea of manifestation is sort of as, let's just call it a, 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 a mediator of sorts between um, where one is today and the transformation that people would like to see in their lives. What can you say from what you've discovered over years and years of practice about manifestation and how mm-hmm. folks can tap into truly manifesting what they desire and not wonder some days, oh, my gosh, how did mm-hmm. I attract that bankruptcy? Or, how, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so can, yeah. can you just talk a little bit about this from, from what you mm-hmm. shared in the book? Well, so it goes back to that same idea that we're doing it all the time, that everything around us in our life is in one way or another a result of our manifesting. And certainly things come to us externally that we didn't create all by ourselves, but in in a harmony of, of, of con- in concert with other people, we have created it. And we have made choices that have brought us to where we are. A lot of times those choices are made out of patterned responses, out of the fact that, as we were talking about before, yeah. our awareness is constrained by the habitual patterns of energy that that happen in our field and that those things are determined by unhealed places where that vibrate in our field and limiting beliefs that we've picked up maybe from other people, maybe from our conditioning, maybe from our own past karma. But those limits then live in our energy field and become attractors. And as attractors, they bring towards us certain experiences. And in my belief, it's almost like a homeopathic remedy, where in a homeopathic remedy you make, uh, like example, if you have a fever, you make a fever bigger because the fever is trying to do something. It's trying to get rid of the pathogens in the body. It's trying to create an an untenable environment for those pathogens. So instead of getting rid of the fever, we make the fever bigger. And it's almost the same with this. Instead of just trying to eliminate everything that's difficult, it's like make it so big that we have to find a way through. We have to get to the other side as a spiritually intact being using our manifestation skills. So here we are looking around, not liking what we see, perfect time to hold that intention with clarity and project it into the future and find out, and this is the technique I kind of describe in the book, where are you attached to the future that you're creating right now at this moment and bring your energy fibers back from that future and connect them to the future that you want to create consciously, the one that is a conscious representation of your authentic self. 
send your fibers out to that and then compel yourself along that pathway. How long it takes, there's, there are other elements involved. There's divine timing. There's, um, there are elements that have to be brought from other people that all have to fit together into a beautiful mosaic. So the piece that we hold, hold that with clarity and pull yourself towards it, and it will happen. Timing is the only thing. <laughs> well, and it's really interesting because we've actually seen what we call in our society miracles. I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen it. And, uh, and, and now, you know, and certainly we've gone through this conversation of new age and consciousness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we are now hearing language like, you know, we have the right to expect miracles. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is the pathway of what we can do using some other skills and i wanted to ask you about intuition because you do talk about that in the book certainly mm-hmm. for me i've been called the luckiest person on earth because mm-hmm. i always seem to be lucky what i've now come to realize i don't think it was luck at all so i would right. love for you to talk about intuition and the role it plays in transforming right. our lives well so for me intuition is one of those things that I call the language of energy that, you know, our body's interacting energetically and it's taking the information that it's receiving from these energy waves around us and bringing it into our body where it's being translated through the chakras into body sensations and into body events that then inform us so we all have gut feelings. You know, you walk into a room, you feel the vibe of the room. Nobody told you what was going on. You didn't logically deduce what was going on, but you immediately get the vibe of that room, and we all know what that is. Kids survive by by knowing what that is. Um, So if we start looking at the body and our physical sensations, you walk by a person and you get tingles all over you, that's energy information that you're receiving about that person. and, And you know the gut feelings, that intuitive knowing, being compelled. I, I, I can't tell you how important that sense of it is. That that you're you just feel compelled to do something. You don't know why. You don't have a sense of it. It's because your body has already picked up the information and is alerting you in the best way it can. And here's a great example of it. I hope we have time here. But um, I was sitting in the car on, on the side of the road once in in Canada many many years ago waiting for someone who was on the phone. And, um, you know, I was just sitting there kind of half asleep. It was 5 o'clock in the morning. And all of a sudden, I absolutely had to get out of that car. I could not sit in that car another moment. I was propelled out of it. As soon as I hit the sidewalk, a van came up over the hill right into the back of the car, which, you know, was demolished. And so what was it? My body could feel that approach. My body energetically had that piece of information and related to it to me in the best way that it could in that feeling of being compelled. So a lot of times, like you're saying, we do things and we react to things and we move along directions based on our intuition, based on feeling compelled, based on our gut feelings and physical sensations and synchronicities and deja vus and dreams that we had and sudden mood changes that alert us to the fact that energy has just shifted. And we don't know logically, but our bodies know. So it's a very important part of our intelligence. 
Oh, thank you. I mean, that what a great story. And I think everyone out there knows and has had very, very, if not the same kind of experience, yeah. but, you know, we are getting very in tune to things like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining me here today. I wanted to ask you one last question. Mm-hmm. What's your personal message for our listeners? What would you love to leave us with here today? What I would really like people to know is that they have everything inside of them that they need. Their body is fully functional, fully wired for the journey, and they don't need anything except what they already have inside. Sharing is great. Validating each other is great, but you have it all. You have everything. And just to add to that, um, another website is my other website for the book, www.thepathofenergy.com, gives a whole lot of ways, um, again, of validating your experiences as you're using the book. And I want to just mention to everyone uh, listening to the show, uh, this is my uh, book of the month. And I want to just mention to everyone that um, we're going to be having uh, uh, a spot right on our website, which will connect right to uh, Dr. Andrew's website, thepathofenergy.com. The other thing, also, when you go to this site, thepathofenergy.com, it is a visual feast. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for joining me here today. It's been great Thank to you. have you on the show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to talk to everybody. And good luck with all the great work you're doing. I'm just so amazed by what you're doing. I'm delighted. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. And I hope you will come back because, you know what, we didn't even get to my question on transmuting <laughs> karma, okay? All right. Thank you all, all right. for tuning us in, turning us on. We will see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. <laughs>
is the bell. Oh, and look at your life after 90 rounds. Who have you made? And will it be fine?